Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Austin Bollinger, and I'm the founder of Daily New Year's, a blog and a podcast that I designed to help people identify, set, and crush their goals all year long. If you've been following along with my podcast or even my blog for a while, you know that I'm all about setting goals and starting new things all year long. But New Year's is just around the corner, which means it's officially resolution season. Now, I typically don't set resolutions myself because I keep a running list of annual, quarterly, and weekly goals. I keep that going all year long, but I have compiled a list of 10 resolutions that anyone could start at any time, even today. So if you're looking for some resolutions to try for next year, or you're looking to get a jump on 2019, these 10 resolutions are a great way to get going. So here we go. So coming in at number one is one that uh, a lot of people groan about when they first hear it, but it's waking up a little bit earlier than you typically would. I think everybody has that friend or coworker or loved one that wakes up at the crack of dawn and they swear that that's the best way to go. You know, when you roll into work and they're droning on and on about how much they've already gotten done this morning and you're half listening while you fill up your first cup of coffee It's just kind of annoying, right? Unfortunately, I'm that guy. So I wake up at 4.45 in the morning and I roll into the office and a lot of my coworkers are still kind of half asleep when they get to work and I'm already amped up, ready to go. And this is typically when people say, well, I'd get up early too, but I'm just not a morning person, right? But that's not necessarily true. So my battle with getting up early in the morning uh, has been easy at times, but extremely difficult at other times. Uh, But nowadays, today, people would call me a morning person, but it has not always been that way. You know, Ben Franklin has a famous quote that says, early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. But if it's so important, why the heck is it so hard to get up early in the morning? I think the main reason it's hard to get up in the morning is just based on your current ritual or your current habit. You know, if you sleep in till eight o'clock every day, of course, it's going to be hard to get up at five o'clock the next morning. So for me, it's all about that morning routine, that morning habit. Uh, I found that I had so much more success in getting up early if I did it on a consistent basis. If I took a week off and started sleeping in, I would spiral out of control. And then, you know, one week would turn into two, which would turn into three. And before you know it, I'm sleeping until eight o'clock every day again and and rushing to work at the last minute. Uh, So for me, I think it's, it's hard to get up early if you're just not in the habit of getting up early. You know, another challenge that I personally faced whenever I was trying to train myself to get up early is I would try to get up early on like Monday, Wednesday, Friday and sleep in on Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, to go to the gym on those early days. Uh, but then I found myself often skipping Monday because I just didn't feel like starting my week off by getting up early. And I thought I could just pick it up on Tuesday, but then most of the time I would skip it on Tuesday as well. And then you just fall into this thought pattern that, well, I've already missed two days in a row. I might as well pick this back up next week. And so for me, the inconsistency made getting up early almost impossible. So the way that I trained myself to become a morning person was I just started getting up 20 minutes earlier Monday through Friday for about a month. I never skipped a day, and I made sure I did it every day. Um, The Monday, Wednesday, Friday thing didn't pan out, so I went to an everyday 
uh, schedule of getting up 20 minutes earlier. So once I got used to doing that uh, for about a month, then I started getting up 20 minutes earlier than that. And I kept repeating that process until I started getting up at 5 a.m. Today I'm getting up at 4.45 and that's as early as I'm willing to go. Uh, But I used to get up at 7.30, rush, 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 and try to get to the office by 8.30 and I had no time in the morning and I started every day off with just this uh, crazy, rushed, hectic, you know, mental attitude. So now that I'm getting up at 4.45, I enjoy some gym time, I enjoy some writing and some reading time. And then by the time I get to the office at 8.30, you know, I'm really ready to go for the workday. And so that's how I did it. And for each one of these 10 resolutions that I'm going to give you today, I'm also going to give you a few tips uh, for success. So here are a couple tips if you want to try getting up earlier. Number one is set two alarm clocks, one on your phone and one on a traditional, actual, real alarm clock. You know, the one that beeps obnoxiously in the morning. Uh, One of those. And then also treat your morning as an obligation, like your job. And tell yourself, this is not optional. I have to get up. If you make it to work every day because it's an obligation, you should be able to get up early every morning if you truly treat it as an obligation. Another tip is to start small. So I recommend, you know, getting up 20 minutes earlier than what you're used to. That's not enough to shock you, uh, but it's enough to start training you to get up a little bit earlier. And, you know, if just don't get discouraged. Habits take time to build. So really work at this and start small. And then one of the resolutions that I'm going to talk about a little later is going to bed earlier. So a tip for getting up earlier is to also go to bed a little bit earlier. And this is kind of difficult because some people go to bed earlier and they can't quite fall asleep as quickly as they want to. So as you start getting up earlier, you will be a little more tired in the evening. So it should help falling asleep a little bit earlier if you actually kind of get in bed and and prep yourself to go to sleep. So if you want some more tips on how to Uh, get out of bed faster and have more energy in the morning. I'm going to put a link to a fantastic article on the Huffington Post website. So check that out in the show notes below. All right. Resolution number two that you can start setting today is just eating a healthier breakfast. So even growing up, I've always been the kind of person that just has to have breakfast as soon as my feet hit the floor in the morning. As soon as I roll out of bed, my first thought is getting some breakfast. So eating early really jumpstarts your metabolism and gives you fuel that you need to start your morning. I've always been and continue to be to this day a pretty active guy, so breakfast is pretty essential for me. Uh, But that's not the case for a lot of people. You know, I see a lot of people who skip breakfast entirely and instead they grab like a sugary soda or a latte, maybe something like a granola bar or a muffin. But I don't know very many people that actually eat a good nutritious breakfast in the morning. An article on Health24 says, by not eating after the 12 to 14 hour fast following the evening meal, blood sugar levels remain low in the morning, causing tiredness, lethargy, lack of concentration, irritability, poor performance in the workplace, and an increased tendency to make mistakes or have accidents. So that's from an article on Health24, and again, the link for that is going to be in the show notes. So if breakfast is this important, why do so many people skip it? I think, honestly, the the biggest thing is just not having enough time in the morning. So if we start practicing, you know, resolution number one, getting up a little bit earlier, maybe you can use some of that newfound time to throw together a quick, healthy breakfast. 
So one of my favorite healthy breakfasts that I uh, enjoy is a high-protein fruit smoothie. Um, Cliff bars, yogurt, cereal, uh, granola, eggs and toast, just to name a few. Uh, The smoothie is the easiest, and it's my go-to just because I work out five days a week, and I can blend it up at home, and then I can throw it in a bottle and take it with me as I go to the office. So that's my favorite thing. Uh, But if you do a quick Google search on your food preferences, I will bet that you will find dozens of new ideas that don't take a lot of time in the morning. And then once you do that, you could take a little bit of time every evening to prep that the night before. So a couple tips for success on having a healthy breakfast every morning is number one, find what works for you. Is it a large variety of food that you have on hand that keeps you interested? Or do you have a few trusty staples that you keep stocked up and that you go to every morning? Or another tip, like I mentioned before, you can prep the evening before. So you, if you're going to do oatmeal, maybe you lay out your packet of oatmeal and your pot. That way in the morning you can just throw it together, uh, whatever that is. Or keep some food on hand that stays fresh longer, like cliff Bars, granola, and so forth that you can just grab and go. And make sure to be eating food that excites you. You know, if you have nothing but food that you don't like, like I'm not a big fan of apples. So buying a huge bowl of apples is not going to work for me because I'm going to bypass that apple for some Pop-Tarts or some junk like that. So I just don't keep apples on hand. If I do, I keep a couple for like lunch or sometime like that. But I know that in the morning I would rather have my staple, which is my fruit smoothie. So I make sure I keep all the ingredients for that on hand. And that's my go to. And it never really seems to get old for me. I love switching up the fruits and the ingredients, but the smoothie itself never really gets old. I'm always excited about drinking that and taking that with me on the go. And then my last tip for this is splurge a little bit on the weekend. I absolutely love, love a homemade sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. So I actually make my own homemade biscuits, put my sausage on there, and that is like a super big treat for me on the weekends. But it's not something I have a lot of time for. Uh, throughout the week. So I splurge a little bit over the weekend. Okay. Resolution number three is similar to one of the big three resolutions that everyone sets every year, and that's to get in shape or lose weight or start focusing on fitness. Uh, But instead of such a generic, um, vague resolution, my third resolution that anyone could start today is just exercising two to three times per week. So that's very specific. There's a number attached to it. Uh, it's not just saying we're going to get in shape or get fit or lose 40 pounds. We're just going to try to exercise two to three times per week. And if you're having trouble finding the time to do that, why not couple this with the first resolution that I set, which is get up earlier in the morning. You know, if you're getting up 20 minutes earlier, maybe you do a 15 minute workout and then you've already started two new resolutions and paired those together. Uh, And as you get up earlier and earlier, you could work out longer and longer if that's something that suits you. There are several other advantages to coupling this with getting up earlier. Um, Working out in the morning has a large number of advantages. It's going to wake you up and get you ready for the day. It's going to give you sharper focus for when you get to work or school. It's going to get your metabolism going. It's going to help you burn calories throughout the day. And you're more likely to not miss your workouts or skip your workouts in the morning as you are in the afternoon and the evenings because throughout the day, you know, things happen, unforeseen impediments occur, and you may not go in the afternoon or the evening. So that's another advantage of the morning. And for me, it just puts me in a better mood. Uh, So like I said, there's tons of advantages 
for working out in the morning. Uh, So I used to be an evening gym goer. You know, I would try to go after work, but I found myself skipping the gym, you know, if my day went awry. If things didn't go as planned and I had a bad day or I was just specifically tired uh, one day, I just wouldn't go to the gym. So I found myself skipping more often than not. So I switched to going in the mornings and that's essentially why I started trying to get up earlier. Uh, Instead of getting up at 7.30 and racing to work, I started getting up at, you know, 7, 6.45 and going to the gym. So however and no matter when you try to go to the gym and work out, trying to work out two to three times a week is a great resolution to have. It's going to make you feel better. It may help you with any uh, weight loss goals that you might have. It's going to give you more energy. Like I said, the list of benefits just goes on and on. So a few tips for success, you know, prep your workout gear the night before so that you can just roll out of the bed and hit it. Or if you've prepped the night before, put all your workout gear in a duffel bag or a backpack and take it to work with you or school. You know, that way you've got that with you. So when you get out of school or get off work, you can just head on over to the gym. I also recommend working out at a gym near your house. Staying at home uh, makes it way too easy to sleep in or just jump on the couch when you get home from a long day. But having a gym that's really far away from your house may be a little bit of an impediment and may keep you from going. Uh, Another great tip for success is to just find an accountability partner that will actually keep you accountable. Uh, Or you can use apps like Pact App, uh, where you can get paid to go to the gym by people who don't. So basically you make a pact and you say, I'm going to go to the gym three times per week and I'm going to put a $5 pledge on this. And so if you don't check in at the gym, your money then goes into a pot for people who kept their promise get to cash out on that money. So it's kind of a cool way. I'll put a link to that in the description below. Uh, My other favorite tip for success is just keeping a workout log and tracking your progress. So no matter what it is, tracking that progress can show you how you're improving, even if you don't feel like you're improving. So if you can see that you're walking longer, running further, lifting heavier, Whatever that is, you can see that happening, and it's a great motivator. I use BodySpace. It's a it's a fantastic app. They have uh, pre-made programs that you can subscribe to. It's going to put that on your calendar, and then you can follow along. So a link to that will be in the description below as well. Resolution number four is one that I resisted for a long time, but now that I've built it into a habit, it's one of my favorite things to do. So try reading for 20 minutes each and every day. One time I was listening to the Tim Ferriss podcast and he was talking to Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins talked about how reading changed his entire proximity to the world. And that sounds pretty dramatic, but Tony Robbins said that growing up he had an abusive mom, uh, he had four different dads at different points in time, and so he had to look beyond his environment for mentorship, guidance, and answers to questions that he had had. But he didn't have any mentors, so he turned to books for that guidance. And uh, here's a quote. Here's what, he's, here's what he said. I'm very passionate about how the power of self-learning can transform anybody, especially in the world we have today where you have access to everything, literally at your fingertips on your phone, anywhere that you go. So he makes a great point here. You know, you can be reading pretty much anytime, anywhere with your smartphone, Or you can do like I do and actually carry the book that you're currently reading around 
uh, in your bag or a backpack. And so if you're waiting in line somewhere or you're on a commute or you've got some free time between meetings, you can get your book out and start reading. You could also read magazines, blog posts, whatever it is, but it wouldn't be that hard to fit 20 minutes of reading into your day uh, without interrupting something else that you're wanting to do. Tony Robbins even talked about how he went on to read 700 books in seven years. And I did the math. That's about one book every three to four days. Uh, But he was on a quest to learn as much as he could. And I'm in no way suggesting that you try to tackle 700 books in seven years. Uh, I couldn't even fathom that. But I am suggesting that you try to read 20 minutes per day because reading can really open you up to new perspectives, new knowledge, better insights into the things around you. Uh, So I think it's an awesome thing to do. Uh, Since high school, I've read primarily fiction novels, specifically, you know, like Star Wars books, because I think they're just a lot of fun, but they don't really open me up to new concepts or new ideas. So recently, I've been trying to open myself up to new topics. And so I read Losing My Virginity by Richard Branson. It's the first part of his autobiography. And if you asked me even a year ago or two years ago, if I was going to read someone's biography, the answer would have been a hard no. I would have assumed it would be a really boring thing to read, but it wasn't at all. Richard Branson has had an amazing life so far and reading about it. He's such a charismatic author. uh, You really get to see inside his life. And that opened me up to all these new ideas and outlooks. Uh, Since then, I've also started reading Success Magazine every month, and this year I had a goal to read 12 books for the year, as well as listening to two audiobooks on Audible uh, every month. So that has opened me up to so many more books, and I've had so much fun doing it. So I would recommend you try reading, you know, 20 minutes every, every day. It's really not that difficult to do, but I personally had a hard time installing the habit. So that's why I started carrying my book around with me or leaving it on my nightstand so I could read every night before I go to bed. So it's not really a difficult resolution. It's just you got to stick to that habit. A couple tips for success is start by reading the material you enjoy most, like fiction novels, magazines, and then every once in a while, try to sprinkle something in new that you wouldn't normally read and just try to get a taste for that. Uh, Another thing is find a time that works for you each day, such as first thing in the morning, on your commute, if you aren't driving. Uh, If you are driving, maybe you listen to an audio book or right before bed. So find a consistent time where it makes that habit easier to install. And then try to read a variety of topics. You never know what you're going to learn or what might uh, spark a new interest in your life or how it might relate to your life. So I wouldn't recommend reading the same types of content all the time. I would kind of vary that and explore some. All right, resolution number five. This is one of the easiest ones that uh, you can start at any time, and it's pretty easy to do. But starting a daily vitamin and mineral regimen. For the longest time, honestly, I didn't believe in the use of supplements because of all the myths that I had heard over the years. But a colleague of mine recently shared with me an article from uh, Livestrong.com about the 10 best supplements to take uh, while you're trying to work out, lift heavy, exercise. And that really sparked my interest. At the time, I was trying to get in the 1,250-pound club at the gym, and he thought it would be something I would enjoy. And I read it, and I got a lot of good stuff from it. And I will put a link to both my article about the 1250 Club and the link to the Livestrong article in the show notes if you want to check that out. 
So I won't go into all the detail about what I was taking, why I was taking it, and so forth. But if you doubt the effectiveness of vitamins like I used to, I recommend just giving it a try and see how it makes you feel. So the most significant change that I saw after about 30 to 45 days uh, was more consistent energy levels throughout the day. And honestly, it greatly improved my digestive health. So anytime I fall off my vitamin regimen, I notice pretty quickly just from the signals I get from my body. Um, I'm taking glucosamine for my joints, and so if I go off my vitamins, my knees start to get achy, uh, my afternoon energy levels start to drop off, my digestion becomes less regular. Uh, So I know that some, if not all, of the supplements I'm taking are doing something positive for me. So for me, I didn't believe in vitamins and supplements until I started using them, and I think they've had a lot of positive effects. So it could be expensive to run out and buy 10 bottles of supplements. So you can start small and work your way up. I recommend starting with like a one a day multivitamin and then adding more as you go based on what you think you should uh, be taking. For me, that was my one a day men's health and some glucosamine for my knees. And then I started taking a probiotic and fish oil and turmeric and several other things. So just a quick disclaimer, it's important to note that supplements will not make up for a poor diet or cure a disease that you might have. After all, they're meant to be a supplement to add to your diet, not to replace something in your diet. So supplements can lead to a stronger immune system and better overall health, but foods rich in vitamins and minerals, those remain the best way to get the vitamins and nutrients that your body really needs. So a few tips for success here is you know, place your vitamins in a place where you won't forget to take them. I keep my vitamins next to my blender, so when I make my protein shake in the morning, I won't forget to take them. Uh, I think my wife keeps them on her desk at work. I know people who put them next to the coffee pot, so while they're making coffee, they can remember to take their vitamins. Another tip is to use a pill planner. So if you queue up your vitamins for the whole week and use a pill planner, it makes it easier to take those instead of opening, you know, six or seven different bottles every day. And then don't forget to take them on the weekends and be sure to take them with you when you're traveling, going on trips and so forth. All right, so we got five down and five to go. So number six is drinking eight glasses of water every single day. And this is one that I still struggle with because I love drinking black coffee at work. And so a lot of days I'll find myself drinking way too much coffee, not enough water. uh, But this is a great thing to strive for. I'm not going to spend a lot of time trying to convince you of the importance of water. I think it's a pretty easy and healthy habit to adopt, but I do know that there's people out there that don't believe you have to drink a lot of water. And I just want to mention that a lot of people don't know this, but your brain and your heart are composed of about 73% water. Your lungs are about 83% water and your skin contains 64% water. Uh, muscles and kidneys are about 79% and bones are at about 31%. So without a doubt, your body definitely needs water. Overall, your body is about 60% water. And the most common recommendation that I found out there was drinking eight, eight ounce glasses of water every single day. And this is called the eight by eight rule. And it's pretty easy to do. Uh, but keep in mind that soda, beer, wine, and so forth are not substitutes for water. And a lot of people say that 
coffee and tea don't count either. I'm a little bit on the fence on that personally because I know like I drink a lot of black coffee. There's no added sugar. Caffeine is a dehydrator, but coffee is mostly water. So I usually feel pretty hydrated when I'm drinking black coffee, uh, but I do try to mix in good, clean, purified water as well. Uh, throughout the day. But like I said, this is one of the harder resolutions for me to stick to. And if you want to read a little bit more about what constitutes as water versus not, I'll put a link to WebMD in the show notes below so you can check that out yourself and decide on does coffee and tea count or not couple of tips for success. So buy an easy to carry reusable water bottle with ounce markings. Uh, I'll put a link to the one that I like in the show notes below. But having an easy to use refillable water bottle with those ounce markings on there are going to make it a whole lot easier for you to keep track of how much water you're actually drinking. And if you do have that bottle where you can track it more easily, you can use an app to actually log your water intake. And then these apps will remind you to drink water if you've gone too long without entering it. So I'll put a link to one of those in the show notes as well. And then my last tip for this, and this one's helpful for me, is grabbing some flavored uh, drops to add to your water, like the Mio flavor drops. So if you get bored with it, you're tired of drinking water because there's no flavor, this is a great way to spruce it up. All right, resolution number seven, it's time to mix in some financial goals uh, for your resolutions. And this is another one of those, kind of like getting up early in the morning that people don't get too excited about, but it's just so important that I can't ignore it. And it's starting a budget and sticking to it. So why wait until January to make improvements to your finances? I know finances are extremely dull to a lot of people, uh, but I highly recommend reading Dave Ramsey's The Total Money Makeover to get started. My father-in-law gave it to me one year for Christmas, and I wasn't super excited to read it. Like many people, I wasn't you know, super over the moon about diving into some financial books. Uh, but this book changed my life, and it changed the way that I look at money. My wife and I started our budget at early ages. Um, we didn't see any harm at the time in paying the bare minimum on several credit cards, several student loans, two car payments, on and on and on. We were making no headway. We were making minimum payments on everything. And every month we were wondering where the heck all of our money was going. So we learned really quickly that having a budget was something to take serious. So last week on the podcast, I actually did a whole episode on how to start a budget really quickly. So this isn't something that should take a lot of time. You could actually do it one Saturday or one evening after work or one afternoon, and it should only take you maybe an hour or two. I'll put a link in the show notes below to that episode of the podcast and to a blog post I wrote that goes into deeper detail on how to jumpstart your first personal budget. But I'm also going to put a link in the show notes below to a budget template that I've been using for almost 10 years now, and it is so easy to use. And if you download that and then go to the episode of the podcast or the blog where I talk you through how to do this, you'll have it set up in no time. So it's a great resolution to set because it's going to help you take charge of your money and send you down a path of financial success for your future. All right, so I'm not going to go into much more detail about why it's important to set up a budget, but I will give you a couple of tips on how to succeed. So number one is to download the budget template from the show notes below. This is really going to help you get going much, much more quickly than trying to do this from scratch. 
You can also use free apps like Mint or Clarity Money that really make budgeting easy as well. And I'll put a couple of links to those in the notes below. All right. Thanks for sticking with me this long. We're starting to wind down now uh, for resolution number eight. I've got tune in to an educational podcast. Hey, you're already doing that or checking out a educational YouTube channel. This is one of my most favorite new habits because it's educational, fun and effortless. I've always listened to music at the gym. I think pretty much everyone does that. Uh, But early last year, I actually gave up my music at the gym and traded it in for podcasts. And so for a few days a week, I would listen to podcasts instead of music. And that way I could learn uh, while I was working out. So over the past year, as I've started doing that, I've actually transitioned completely away from music at the gym and I listen exclusively to podcasts or audiobooks. And I think it's just been really awesome because I'm learning during a time where I can't really be doing anything else anyway, because I'm already at the gym, I'm already lifting, I'm already walking on the treadmill. Why not learn at the same time? And like reading, Listening to a podcast or listening to an audiobook is a great way to expose yourself to new topics, perspectives, people, and even ideas. So for example, I never knew that Arnold Schwarzenegger made a fortune in real estate before ever becoming an actor. Even crazier, he did that on purpose. Uh, he wanted to make a lot of money before he pursued his dream career as an actor uh, because he wanted to have his own money and he didn't want to get pressured into taking acting jobs that he didn't really want. And so that's something I never knew until I listened to it on the Tim Ferriss show. And along the way, I've picked up so many other neat facts, inspirational thoughts and smart ideas. And I log all those in my journal and I jot them down for future podcast ideas, future blog post ideas. And it's just podcasts and YouTube channels, uh, even audiobooks, are just a wealth of knowledge. And so here's a few tips for success. Uh, Make sure that what you're listening to is fun, but also educational. That's going to help you really grow as a person. And this is a great, easy personal development strategy. Another tip is listen in the gym or during your commute. So like I said, I traded music for podcasts, but you could also trade in, you know, XM radio or your local radio stations for podcasts on your commute. If your car stereo has a input jack on it, you can either run a cable from your phone and listen, or you can use a Bluetooth transmitter, uh, which is what I do. And I'll put a link to the one I purchased in the show notes, but it's just a great way to learn while you're driving. And be sure to find a variety of shows, a variety of podcasts to listen to so that you don't get bored with the content. And finally, use an app like Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Pocket Cast, or any other podcast app to where you can build a playlist of a large variety of content in one location. Okay, so winding down to number nine, literally, uh, the ninth resolution is to start going to bed a little bit earlier. And I mentioned this back on number one, getting up earlier, uh, going to bed earlier is a great resolution to try uh, because it's A, going to help you get up earlier, but B, Getting a good night's sleep is one of the most important things you can do for yourself. Whether you're focusing on, you know, getting a promotion at work or improving your grades in school, sharpening your focus, getting stronger in the gym, uh, training for a full marathon, whatever it is, sleep is so, so important. And it's been proven to improve memory, mood, focus and health. So why do we as a society get so little sleep? An article that I read on uh, Everyday Health 
cited that it's primarily due to the rise in technology, which allows us to cram more work and more recreational play into our days. Uh, Pretty much we stay up way too late working from home on our variety of devices, or we're mindlessly playing addicting games on our cell phones or scrolling through bottomless social media feeds. And so really we're cramming so much more into our days. And so we're staying up later to accommodate that. And I believe that most people feel the need to stay up longer because of how busy we are as a society. Uh, But in reality, I just think we spend a great deal of time doing things that don't contribute to our goals, our dreams, our ambitions, which means we're essentially wasting precious time. You know, if you want to accomplish more every day, Start with a good night's sleep and cut out major time wasters. If you need some help with this, you can install apps like Rescue Time or Moment, which basically monitor and limit the amount of time you can spend on your device. You could also look at strategies such as time blocking, where you establish blocks of time that are pre-dedicated for certain tasks, and so this can really help you take charge of what you're doing every day. And I will put links to both of those apps in the notes below, as well as a link to an article that I wrote about time blocking that you can check out. And so a couple of tips for success on going to bed earlier is just remind yourself that you have to wake up earlier. That's assuming you're doing resolution number one, which is to get up earlier. Just remind yourself that you need those extra Z's. If you're trying to go to bed early, but you can't fall asleep, try something that's going to make you drowsy, like drink a cup of sleepy time tea or try reading before bed. That puts me to sleep quicker than anything else I've found. And if you're starting to see a trend here, you can really take these resolutions that I'm laying out and combine them. So if you are having trouble falling asleep at night, try reading for 20 minutes to see if that helps make you drowsy. And then you've also knocked out another awesome resolution. So these resolutions can be coupled. And honestly, you could do all of them if you build in a routine. And so guess what? Resolution number 10 that I have for you today is to put together the other nine resolutions and build an awesome new routine for yourself. So if it sounds like too much, you can look at it this way. If you plan your goals out in a smart, easy to do way, starting several new things at once isn't all that tricky. All you need is a plan and a strategy. So here's a quick example. Start by going to bed about 45 to 60 minutes earlier than you normally would and then read for 20 to 30 minutes at bedtime. Then wake up a little bit earlier on each weekday, whether that's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or even an hour, whatever you choose. Uh, Start waking up earlier Monday through Friday and use Monday, Wednesday, Friday to hit the gym, get some exercise, and then use Tuesday and Thursday to check in on your new financial budget. So while you're at the gym, make sure you check out your new favorite podcast and get a jump start on your daily water intake. So every day at the gym, I drink between 20 and 40 ounces of water before I even get to the office. So I get a huge jump start just by drinking a lot of water at the gym. So then each weekday after your new morning activity, working out, checking your budget, Take time to eat a healthy breakfast, enjoy a fruit smoothie, take your vitamins before heading into school or work, and then if you want to, resume your podcast during your commute. Then throughout the day, continue drinking water and tracking your water intake, and you've nailed all nine resolutions just throughout your new daily routine. And there you go, 10 new resolutions that anybody can start 
at any time. And hey, if you're still here, thanks so much for sticking with the full episode. I know this was a much longer one than usual, and I hope that you'll give some of these resolutions a try. If you don't try all of them, I encourage you to at least try one or two. I think you'll be so glad that you did. Uh, And especially don't wait until January 1st because these are all pretty easy things to do. They're habits that you could start installing now. And so by the time January 1st rolls around, maybe you'll be ready to tackle something new and exciting and totally different. And if you found some value in this episode, which I hope you did, please consider sharing it with a family member, a friend, a coworker. And if you don't mind, please consider leaving a rating that's really going to help grow the podcast and get it in front of more people so that they can be learning this awesome content as well. And until next time, take care.